Isn't it a little esoteric? A little esoteric. We sipping on that pango, that pango. That's that pineapple and mango, that mango. Shorty says she like my lingo, my lingo. I think she wanna drink, I think so. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I ain't gonna be a billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat, so take some notes. I got, oh my God, this has got to be one of the biggest guests, one of the biggest guests that this show's ever seen. I said one of, so out of respect to all my other guests. This man is a legend in the fashion industry, a legend in hip hop, a legend in sports. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jeff Hamilton. How you doing, King? I know your hands messed up, man. But, Thank, you, know, brother. Thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate that. Oh, man. You've been very, uh, you know, just influential to a lot of people in my community and just in hip-hop in general and fashion, man. I mean, you're, you've been around since you stood the test of time with everything that you do. And that's one thing I'm happy to say that I'm proud of you of because it's like, you know, the industries went up and down from the 90s to now. And you just kind of been doing your thing, coasting through it weather in the storm man and i mean how proud of you of, of yourself are you uh it's not about pride it's just about just uh staying the course and and living uh living your passion and living your dreams and just being able to to always be creative and and uh, you know the result is that if there is a contribution to the culture is is amazing uh it was not by design my, my always my design was my, my idea was let me do the best. Let me try to maximize my my ideas and, and try to, to live my, the, the best of my life. And that's exactly what you're doing, man. I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad. I see everything you're doing here. You guys can't see it, but I can. I mean, just look. This is, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. So uh, so tell me, Jeff, um, when did you, when did you, as little as you can remember I mean, from when you were young, when did you fall in love with art itself? Uh, I, I really was not into art. I mean, I was like, as a kid, I was painting and doing different things like that. But I really was not thinking of being an artist. I would never thought about becoming a designer. My whole background was math and physics. I mean, I was just more like a... My, my dream was to become a, a CPA when I was growing up, you know? <laughs> and wow. so I was like really good in numbers and math and different things. And uh, then I, I was living, I was born in Africa. And I moved to France, Morocco, and mm -hmm. then North, North, North Africa. Then I moved to, to, to France when I was 10 years old. 
And you know, I'm a, I'm a French citizen, so I, and I grew up in France and did all my studies in France. And then I started realizing the American dream. I mean, I, I loved America. Didn't want to be living in France, as beautiful as Paris is, and beautiful environment. I really wanted to kind of love basketball. I love music. I love rock and roll. I love clothing. I love everything about it. Never thought that I was going to become a designer or anything like that. But uh, and. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I just got, you know, I got married very young. Mm -hmm. And when I was 24 years old, I was married with a wife and two kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, I decided to make to make the move and just to come to, to America. Wow. So I moved, I, I had $6,000 put away after I sold everything that I had. And, you know, I'm upset. Everybody got upset with me, the whole family. You're going in, you know, you, it's going to be a failure. You have no money. How are you going to be able to do it? And, and I didn't care. I mean, did he speak English? I was not, I, mean, I was completely illegal. Mm. Didn't have visas. I mean, came as a tourist and I stayed. Wow. And then I started hustling and going up the streets and down the streets and trying to buy from this guy, selling from the other guy. Mm. And, uh, and it developed in me starting to make a little money for my family. And, and yeah. Very modern, modest living. And, uh, and I started doing a little bit better, a little bit better. And in 1982, I met some people. And uh, they had founded a, just a company, just started a company, and uh, I offered them to do the menswear for them. Mm -hmm. And this is guests. This is guests. This is So they they were come. They they offered me to the men's. They offered me to work for them. I didn't want to work for anybody, so I offered them to take the license for the menswear. So ultimately, I was fast forward to 1983, I was the first licensee of guest jeans ever. Mm. The whole group of the company was $2 million at the time. Wow. So I started the company at that time, I already had $22,000 to be precise, mm. to start the company. And uh, I started the company, everything became magical after that. Yeah. And I started in January 1983, by April 1983, I was doing $17,000 a month by, 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 by uh, August, I was doing 170000 By January, a year later, I was doing 600000 a month. A year later after that, I was doing $5 million a month and, mm -hmm. and taking the company to, took the company to $75 million a year within three years, within two and a half years. Start your day with 10K in the morning, exclusively on the Clubhouse app. You know what it is. It's 10K in the morning, every morning. You rocking up right here with me. The number one platform for independent artists. The highest engagement. We got the liveest interviews. We got celebrity guests. Oh, yeah. Them green light performances. Out of here. Oh, those exclusive records we dropping. Out of here. We got some of the hottest artists you ever gonna hear. We got some of the best performances you ever gonna see. This is the show. 10K in the morning. Every morning. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Started exclusively on the Clubhouse app. And you know what I'm doing. The right way. The only way. It's 10K. Hello. Who don't want to start the day with 10K? Stop right there. Now, congratulations on that. Now, what were you doing? I guess, what was the strategy behind that success? You know what I mean? It wasn't just Jeff Hamilton came on board and boom. Like, what were the steps that you were taking to make that a success? It's only God blessings. I mean, there is no explanation of how, how everything works. I mean, for me, there is, and, and, and I'll, I'll say that as a general opinion that I have of, of success, in fact, 
if there was a motivational kind of quote that I think of, uh, there is four ways to succeed. There's four elements for success. Okay. To be successful, only need three of the four. Okay. So one of them, everybody has it. You have to work hard. So working hard, I was working from six o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night every day, till they kicked me out of my building because the building was closing. And I was out there a quarter to six before the building opened. Because mm -hmm. you know, I had a 400 square feet space when I started. Ultimately, I moved nine times within the next 18 months. Mm -hmm to uh, over 100,000 square feet, right. 400 square feet. So from one employee, I had 400 employees. So, okay. so number one, work hard. Mm -hmm. So that's that's not, everybody has the ability to do that. Right. Number two, uh, work smart. Mm. Meaning like you, you don't, be careful. Make sure you don't make mistakes. Don't run all the time. Just walk and, and, and try to make sure that you're making the right decision and do something. Finish it the right way. Mm -hmm. Number three, that not everybody has, but everybody has it somewhat. Have a talent. So I discovered myself that I was quote unquote talented as a designer. I never knew I had it in me. Mm -hmm. Because I never, I mean, I had good taste in clothing. I never had designed clothing in my life till I started against jeans. Yeah. And then designed out of necessity. Because I didn't have a designer and I just said, how am I going to design life? I went through my closet and I picked up some stuff. So to go back to the, the elements of success. So everybody, everybody, without exception, mm -hmm. even, even, even the poor bums in the street, mm -hmm. they have a talent. Whatever the talent, they have to uncover their own talent. And that talent is, is you have to maximize it. So now if you have the three elements and you, you, you live your life through that, you're going to be successful. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have the God's blessing right. and you get luck, then that, that then you have the full blown package. Right. And you know, and I, I've had a lot of luck in my life. Like when I told you when I started my business was magical, mm -hmm. and I work hard, and I think I work smart, and not that smart sometimes, but but I think I had talent in, in a way because I had a vision that maybe other people didn't see. To be in the fashion business in order to be unique, in order to be successful, you have to be unique. Mm -hmm. You cannot go out and create, uh, create everything that anybody else does. You can copy everybody else and you can be to some business, but to create a name and to create an identity, you have to be very unique. And uh, so I have been showered with blessings of luck mm -hmm. and considering the fact that I try to apply the first three elements. And this is my motto. If you have those four things and you live by those rules, you're always going to be above one. Right. So that, that's kind of like, uh, when I started guessing, I didn't know nothing about accounting. I didn't know nothing. I mean, I knew about accounting. I didn't know nothing about designing. I didn't know nothing about production. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about, the, you know, hard work teaches you everything that you need to do. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like what I did. No, that's a big fact. Okay. You know, and, and, and I know you said a lot of the four keys about success, you know, and not many people possess them, but if you got three out of the four, you're, you're pretty much golden. You know, so with that being said, you know, I know it wasn't just a straight shot to the top. So what are some of the pitfalls that, that you went through and, and future fashion designers should look out for? Well, you know, probably second point, uh, work smart. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're, you're always surrounded with the right people. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's very hard. You know, myself, I come from from a family of of love and trust, and and you know, when you come to a new country like I did in America, you know, I, I was very naive, and I had a lot of people that they, they people you you success triggers jealousy of and course. envy, yeah. and people take it. There a lot of people are very entitled. I mean, unfortunately, that's the culture we live in. You know, you, you turn on TV, you see people, the rappers and the the, 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 the athletes and the, the movie stars making all those cars and the money and, and, and you think that, you know, it, it comes in easy mm-hmm. and it, it takes a lot of work. So so when you when you do that, I mean, I, I always tell the story. I say, you know, listen, I work 15 hours a day. I, I really can say that I work 365 days over a year. Right. I mean, like... Sunday night, I was up to four o'clock in the morning. At seven mm-hmm. o'clock, I was here at my office. Right. You know, but it pays off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you work three to five days a year, fifteen hours a day. You you on top of everything that you do, you try to be as ethical and consistent that you want to do in your business. Yet you go out and people see you with a nice watch or a nice car, and say, "Wow, oh Jeff, you are so lucky." I say, well, "I've been doing it for like." 41 years. Right. I've been in this country for 41 years, working my ass off and building up as much as I can. And that's that, not luck. That's work. That, that's, that's, <laughs> luck. that's work. I mean, that's, that's work. That's, that's dedication and knowing, reaching for the stars and trying to, to, to go on and, and realizing your dreams. You know, so a lot of people are very resentful. People want to get the shortcuts. So that's... No, I hear you. I hear you, man. And, and, and I feel the same way, you know, definitely like when I was young, it took a while for me to decide what it was that I wanted to do and live my talent or my dreams out through that. So, you know, once I narrowed down what it is that I wanted to do, then it became much easier, yeah. you know, on how to get there because now I weeded out everything else that I wasn't good at or that was just, you know, a distraction, you know. So definitely I completely agree with you 100% on that. Now, you know, I, I know during these times has been a bit interesting with the COVID pandemic and stuff like that. Not you know, for me. Not, and I was just going to ask, did that affect your business at all? Not, not, not for me. I'm going to tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. And again, that, that might, 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 might shock some people. Myself, I'm, I believe 100% COVID. I believe that's a pandemic that we all suffer greatly. Mm-hmm. You know, probably was very, our leaders mishandled it. Or, or, or. But myself, I said, you know what? The way I look at it is a lot of people look at it and they said, you know, 80% of the people that look at the pandemic look at it and said, you know what, we're going to wait and see. We're mm-hmm. going to wait for our priest, our rabbi, our imam, our president, mm-hmm. our, our, our political leaders to tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to stand by and wait while we collect an unemployment checks. Right. So that's 80% of it. Right. 15% of the people said, you know what? It's gloom and doom. It's the end of the world. The whole world's going to fall apart. I, I, I'm going to go myself in the corner. I'm going to drink. I'm going I'm to eat. I'm going I'm to get depressed. And, and you know, I believe that, that, that I'm not going to work out outside. I'm going to do nothing. Myself, I said, you know what? I'm looking at it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity for when everybody's sleeping, when they're going to wake up a year from now, six months, two years from now, I'm going to start running mm-hmm. or walking. Yeah. When they wake up, I'll be, I'll be up. 2,000 miles ahead of them. Exactly. And that's basically what I did. My view, I was, you know, I, 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 I'm taking care of my mom. She's 88 years old. 
So I'm very conscious about health and and I, and I you know, just kept my mask on. I did everything that I had to do. Uh, I did as soon as I could get a test. I started doing a test once a week. Mm-hmm. I said I could, could get the vaccines. I got my vaccine. Awesome. Thank God I never got COVID. And and I, and I kept. I was the only one who probably was still traveling and doing all the work that I did while everybody was at home watching TV and and and, and lamenting themselves. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, and and. I looked at it as an opportunity rather than, you know, you always take the negative as, as a, like, like, like another cliche. Always look at, at, at the glass half full rather than half empty. Right, right. Be optimistic. Be optimistic and, and, and go for it. Yeah. So, so uh, that combined with a lot of other elements where that, that made me happen, that's really why my company probably grew. I grew faster in the last six months than I've grown in the last 15 years. Wow. Wow. I mean, awesome. coupled with a lot of different new trends that, that, that I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, a lot of rappers writing songs about me, my Instagram, that basically people realizing that, you know, obviously the, the, the unfortunate passing of, of our dear Kobe Bryant, uh, where people it's suddenly nice. like realize that the young generation looking at it and said, you know, what is... Uh, who made those jackets? Well, they're familiar with the jacket, but they never realized. Now, Instagram, now they see who did it. Mm-hmm. So the new generation, the 20-year-old kids that were not even, they were barely, barely born when, when Kobe was winning the right. championship, they didn't know about Jeff Hamilton. Suddenly there is the awareness of that. Uh, the, 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 the Michael Jordan documentary, when I'm all over the documentary with Michael and the jackets and uh, ASAP Rocky supporting me, uh, and then, of course, ultimately, uh, LeBron winning the championship. Mm-hmm. That basically, I made the the, the, the perfect hat trick where I had Michael, Kobe, Kobe and LeBron, uh, presumably like, like maybe not the three greatest players, you know, which very arguably I would yeah. say they are, right. but 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 some people may not. But the the three most iconic players in the history of of, of the game. Yeah. And the culture, so so for me it was important. So it was kind of like the perfect storm, because the last seven, eight, ten years I had not been doing nothing but art and things like that. But it was not like you know, it wasn't there. And it suddenly started clicking, and people started realizing my 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 footprint on on what I did for the culture over the years. And and you know, I'm I'm, I'm very flattered that people put me in there because I've. It's not like, you know, I just started six months ago in business. I mean, when you look through my Instagram, then you start looking and you say, you know, mm-hmm. well, I did something 30 years ago for Nelson Mandela. Right. And I did Michael Jackson. And I did, and I did, and then I did Madonna. And I did George Michael. And I did Kid and Play and Martin. And, and way before we talking about uh, uh, Young Thug and, and Migos, you know. Yeah, so they probably weren't even born yet. <laughs> for sure they were not, without right. a doubt. The majority of Lil Yari and and ASAP Rocky and you know all those guys were not even born, but but they realize and all the Latin stars. I mean, I just was on the phone just now with Anuel. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm the new Anuel J Balvin. So for me, it's it's a crossover that really makes me so happy because at the stage of the game for me right now, this is not about. This is a business, of course. You know, we all want to make money. We want to be uh, get the fruit of our labors. You know, but right. but but it's not necessarily my priority. And it's very hard to for young people to understand that the motivation in life is not all about money. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. You know, 
because I, I could not understand it when I was young. Mm. It was all about the money. You, you, you sacrifice everything, you know. But you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. So, the, but it's, but it's not more important for me right now at this stage. Is listen, don't get me wrong. I need my bills to get paid. I need to have money. I need, I, lo- I love my comfort. I love my cars. I love my yeah. traveling. But, but really, the reality is, there's another element that you want to do is your legacy. The people, the way people are going to look at you when you're gone, mm-hmm. you know, or when you're still alive, people look at you, the respect that people go give you for the the, the, the the influence that you've had on the culture. For instance, for me, it's like so important for me to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, right now I'm working on the 75th greatest players in the NBA. Okay. I did the 50 greatest players in the NBA. Now I got the contract for the 75th greatest. See, it's not how much money you're going to be making on that. It's just to you know that I did the 50 greatest players. Now I'm going to be doing 75 greatest players. It's just so important for, for you know, like to, to be part of projects like that. Right? Yeah. It's just, again, money is so important, but it's not important when it comes to that. Right, because your name, your name on it as the, the designer is going to carry itself further. You know what I'm saying? Having that credit. You know, and that's how it is kind of in the acting world. I do some acting as well. And just having that credit as a producer or executive producer, whatever the case may be, just lasts so much longer and brings forth more opportunities when everyone else sees that project. So, you know, I, I totally agree with you 100% on that. Okay. So tell me, who are who are some of the um, people that, like uh, other um, fashion designers that you, may spark some creativity out of you? You know that you want to look up to. I mean, first and it could be I mean, now or back and back then. Yeah, not that in my style is necessarily that, but you know, but but for me, the greatest one of all the designers by far, Ralph Lauren. So I mean, for me, for me, is is my is my king as far as fashion designer. I I look up to him. I mean, he's just a legend for me, and and, and the most amazing one. But I, you know, listen, I, I love. All the designers have talent. Whether it's, I have a, my, my designs are very different from any Absolutely. of those guys. So I don't yes. really. That's where my success has come. Is that I have my own name. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't people. Some people try to copy me, but they cannot copy they me can't. because this is so much. Forget about the love and effort. It's very hard to copy that. Right. It's all handmade. It's all hand stitched. So it's kind of like building jewelry. That sounds pretentious, but it's that's why the jackets are so expensive, and 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 thank God because of the the the, the work I've carried over the last thirty five years, we're able to get the prices for that. That, but it's not like we're making fortune, but you know we're living a product very unique. You know, so mm-hmm. I love Tom Ford. I love you know. I mean, I love all the designers. I mean, I'm not you know that everybody has amazing talent. I mean, I, you know, listen, I love Nike. I love. Mitchell and S, I love a lot of the other brands that are are, are creative, you know. So I, I appreciate everything that that they bring to the that table they bring to the table. Everybody has their own mix, and but I I love all the French brands, the Balenciagas and the Balmain and the mm-hmm. Gucci's and then the Dior's. I mean, for me, it's just all I I study all that enjoy art. I love it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, see, Louis. See, I mean, Louis Vuitton. I mean, I just love it. I mean, especially since. Virtual is 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 on board, and what the work he's done is just so spectacular. You know, for me, it's just something I, I definitely look up to. Right, and I, and I know you're an artist as well. You know, what are you, what are your thoughts on the whole uh, 
craze behind NFTs, you know, where we see a Jeff Hamilton collection NFT out there? Well, there there is, you know, we're dabbling in the space and we have a lot of projects in the thing, but you know, right now it's a little bit premature to really know and to see there's a, there is a, a scripted uh, a strategy to it. You know, I mean, I, I'm working with a couple of group of people and, and we're putting it because one of the things that we do, especially the fact that I'm, I'm in the art world and I, and, and I own an art expo in Los Angeles and I, I own my, I had my own art gallery in Beverly Hills. Mm. And I'm also like doing every single check that I make is all signed. And I, I pretty much market them as, as an, as a, as a, as a piece of art, you know? Right. So, uh, and the fact that we do unique pieces, one of a kind, and so on and so forth, it really just directs us directly to the NFT space, which is natural because we have so much, so much content for the last 35 years, you know? Mm. So, but we're only dabbling with it right now. We'll see how that thing goes. I mean, I believe it's here to stay. I believe there is a, sure. there's a big future. I don't think that people can have put their arms around it mm-hmm. yet. I think there was a lot of hype where people paid a lot of crazy prices, but it's the, the price are going to be adjusting uh, just same way same way as crypto. Right. Yeah, people, you cannot you cannot sell something, oversell something that doesn't have the value to it. You only can sell what it's worth, you know. So right, and we'll we'll establish the right word at some point in time. Yeah. Okay. I heard you mentioned crypto and that you you invest in crypto. No, I don't. No. I don't believe in it. <laughs> no, why not? No, I believe I, I truly believe in crypto in, 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 in long term and different things. I believe it's gonna be the the, the money of the future without a doubt. I mean yeah. but uh at this stage I mean I, I'm investing in my business. Right, of course, you reinvest and in I invest in my business. I mean I've been that that's really the best my best return is gonna be in whatever I do. And, and I don't believe, I mean, I have friends of mine that have been very successful in crypto and, you know, it's just a roller coaster right now. I think there's no, no real plan right now where hype is, you kind of run the business space on hype. I got you. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. So now, so tell me now for the future generation of uh, fashion designers, right? Because I know in the beginning you required the, the licensing deals with the NBA, NHL, and MLB and stuff like that. So today, how... Can a young fashion designer obtain a licensing deal? Or you know, what do you think the best practice would be, or one practice would be for them to do? I, I, I probably cannot help you with that, you know, because it, it's a little bit difficult. Like I said, you know, in general, as a design, forget about licensing or anything like that, or collaborations. I mean, today it's a little bit bigger than just simply having a, a licensing. It's just about collaboration with good brands and. You have to be unique. You have to create your own, like I said, and I repeat myself, you have to create your own lane. Mm. You have to create something that nobody has done. If you're just going to go and, and you're going to put a t-shirt and, and you're going to... Sorry. Mm. Sorry. That's a good time, always. Mm. Okay. So in, in today's, you, you have to be unique. You cannot create your own. You have to create your own lane, like I said before. And... You cannot just go out and say, let's say, let's take uh, Supreme. I made the shirt and you go inside for Supreme, you're going to make it Joe Blow, same lettering. Yeah. And expect to become a success. You're going to do business. Some people might want to do it. Then you're going to, there's a price and, and a market for everything. Mm-hmm. There, there's a price to buy a taco on, on the truck and, and there's a price to go to Spago and, and, 
and pay uh, $150 or $200 a dinner, mm-hmm. or whatever, or more. Mm-hmm. So there is a, and it's food and food. Mm-hmm. You can buy a Timex uh, for, for, for 50, 20 bucks or whatever, a watch for 20 bucks, or you can buy a, a, a Richard Mille for 300 grand. Right. So I mean, each one is, 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 both of them feed you, both of them give you time, and both of them will close you. Mm-hmm. So will will be a shirt or a shirt. So the idea is you create an identity, create a story, create a, you have to create a story. You create a, you have to create your own DNA that represents you. Let's say if you're an, an, an artist and you, you have a certain heritage, you want to go after that heritage. Maybe you're going after certain things and certain colors, certain themes, you know, and, and create something that is a really for a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. And lucky enough, I mean, I was being able to, I've been doing it for more than 40 years, to be able to create something that really I that vibe with me when I make a designer jacket, I'm I'm expi- I'm happy with it. I mean, it's just something that I would wear. That's something that makes me happy. And and I'm not saying sometimes, you know, maybe I only reach one percent of the people, but the one percent that that vibe with me are my customer base. I mean, not everybody can spend five thousand dollars on a leather jacket. Not everybody can spend. Nobody wants to wear a, a super flashy jacket like like this. I mean, it's just. Mm-hmm. But. Right people, my right my right customer that looks at it and they see and they see the history. Mm-hmm. They see the history. They wore the same jacket that Kobe Bryant wore mm-hmm. when he won his championship. Or oh, this one is something that 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 has been shown in the video that with, with the, uh, Dave East or or, or, or Benny the Butcher or, or Tiny and Yandel or mm-hmm. or Jay Balvin. Those are the things that that, that we put together. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so it seems like you're a workaholic. You don't stop. You haven't stopped in about forty-five years. What's the work-life balance like? Like, what do you do to relax and chill and unwind? Like, is or is this none of that? <laughs> no, uh, my best relaxation and my best uh, happiness is uh, it's working. <laughs> that's not really, that's not work-life balance. You're working and working some more. Yeah, no, because my work. Listen, even even when. Listen, I, I live a pretty, pretty good life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I travel a lot, you know. I, 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 so I live a luxury life. Right, right. And when I'm a boat, I'm on a boat. I mean, I'm at a party at like like Saturday night at Drake's uh, Artist of the Year. I was I came home at four o'clock. I'm enjoying myself, but I'm I'm also working. Right, networking. It's not like I'm networking. It's not. It's not like a. a it's a process. I work 24 hours a day. I get that. You know, if I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning and I see somebody texts me, I answer it. It's just not like I'm I'm not on a schedule of work, eat, relax. This is my life. I, I, I want to live my life. I live my life the way that's me. That's why my product is a reflection of what I do. Whether it's art, whether it's my networking, whether it's my personality, whether it's my my designs mm-hmm. and I just want to make the most you know one of the main things that I like to do as I'm getting older you know I'm, I'm 65 years old and for you me know, look at they all were like 40 look at him man handsome man for me, for me it's about maximizing my potential I don't want to be on my deathbed and say you know Jeff you know what you should have done that you didn't do that you should have made that no I want if I have an idea I write down all the ideas that I have and I just want to put my thoughts into into reality and I want to maximize and I just want to say I want to live a thousand years in a lifetime 
So instead of living my, 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 my 75 or 60 or 70 years, whatever, I don't know, whatever God wants me to, to have in, uh, I just want to maximize it. If, if I can live three days in a one day, I'm just going to live it. I'm just going to do as much as I can. And I don't believe in laziness. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in, in, in not being proactive in everything that you do. I believe in being uh, always pra- being very proactive and getting things done. And uh, and just respect of, of the people that are around with you and, and, and your families and, and keeping up all the, the values uh, that, that that God gave you. Right, right, no, absolutely. And now, never taking that for granted because you never know that, you never know if you're going to be here tomorrow morning. Never take it for granted. That's a fact, man. We lost a lot of people, man. Rest in peace, DMX, man, Black Rob. I mean, all the, all the right. guys we lost. You absolutely. Know, yeah, it's just crazy out here, man. Speaking of that, you know, I know you mentioned you, want, you, you talk a lot about legacy and having your brand live on after you, you know, your passing. You know, on wood. You know, are you preparing like you know because you have children, right? You have like heirs to the throne. Who are you molding to take over this? I, I, I you know, I, I'm not molding anybody to do this right now. So I mean, this is not in the books right now. I mean, if it happens, it happens right now. I, I I'm not. Uh, if my legacy is there, you know, who knows? Maybe you know. You know, as I tell you, I'm getting old. Maybe, maybe I'll sell the company in a couple of years. And, and maybe I'll run the company until they want me to run it. Right, right. Now, that makes sense. Okay. But I, I'm not ready to stop working anytime soon. So. Right. Speaking of that, so so what's next for the Jeff Hamilton brand? Now, we know you do jacks. I mean, are you graduating to other accessories? No, wait, no listen. I, I, when I own guest jeans, I mean, I, I, I own the men's and as a founder of Guess Gene and Guess Women, I did a whole lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, right now, I'm bringing Jeff Hamilton to a lifestyle brand completely. And, and we, right now, we are being, we've been very exclusive. We're not selling to any stores mm-hmm. right now by design. Uh, doing a lot of collaboration, we probably have about 15 to 20 collaboration on, on the books mm-hmm. with a lot of very, very, very big European brands, mm-hmm. all well known. Uh, but, uh, our first launch again on, on on the wholesale market. We have an exclusive deal with the Neiman Marcus. Okay. So we're going to be in thirty nine Neiman Marcus, hopefully in the next okay. by by fall. Congratulations. And then uh, we are going to be launching the wholesale business again, mm-hmm. which was always my main business. But right now, I just want to make it a little bit more exclusive. That if anybody wants something, that just that they have to be done only through the e commerce platforms. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I think the. The, the fact that you're doing everything all in the house and not, I guess, spreading it so thin where it's everywhere is what's holding its value, you know? So I think that's a great, great idea, you know? And we new uh, fashion designers take notes of that. And speaking of new fashion designers, tell me, if you had any piece of advice you can give to uh, somebody who said, you know what, I want to be a fashion designer today. What kind of advice can you give? Uh, first of all, there's two ways. You can... I have a new, uh, there's a new app that's launching uh, on on June 3rd, but I'm going to be on June 11th. It's called Bright Lives. Okay. So they can go in and basically I'm going to be doing a, a conference at least once a month. Okay. Only, uh, I think it's only, only 100 people can do it. I think it's not expensive. I think it's $20 uh, for the hour. And if anybody can ask me personal questions to me, mm-hmm. it's going to be like a Zoom type conference with 100 people. It's under Bright, Bright, Bright Lives. It's a, you can download the app and, and check it. 
uh, and it's all kind of different areas. So, but basically, again, just be yourself and apply the four the, 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 the four elements and be unique and try to create, try to dig into yourself to figure out who's what is your talent mm-hmm. and maximize and, and expand on your talent. Mm. Oh, that's great advice, man. Yeah. Definitely, uh, you know, recommend you guys, you know, follow this guy, do some history on him, man, and uh, just do your homework on everything that he's achieved and done, and that in itself is motivational, and should, you know, keep you pumped. And anybody can, can always DM me. I mean, I, I, I know it's people, all my friends think I'm a little crazy. I get, you know, I have 2.2 million followers on Instagram. I saw that. I saw I have, that. I get 500 DMs a day. I answer every one of them. And people say, are you crazy? I mean, where do you find the time to do it? They say, well, that's, that's my way of kind of like, I'm not saying giving back, but that's where that feeds my passion. Yeah. And I'm staying in touch with my fans and the people I love my work. And, I, and I'm very appreciative of, because I've had good times and bad times. So when you're in the bad times, you, you don't forget when you, you, the good times come along, again, you don't, you know, you don't forget the bad times. So you want to be appreciative of, Every little crumb that's on the table, you want to make sure you address it. So any 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 young designer that has an idea, they want to DM me, they want to drive. If I can give it to them, I will. If I cannot, I won't. Right. Okay. Is there is there anyone that you haven't made a jacket for that you would want to make a jacket for? I have not made a jacket for the Pope yet. The Pope? Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> okay, the Pope. The Pope. Yeah, but I've done jackets pretty much. I mean, I, I, I pride myself on the fact that you know, it's it's it sounds it might sound very pretentious mm-hmm. when when somebody asks me that question. But the other day, somebody I, I did an interview and somebody asked me like that exact same question, ah. and 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 I was like, actually, no, it was when I was in an interview, I, I was at uh, Chris Brown and Wale's video, okay, and uh, one of the managers said, you know, we're here to help you. Who can we put you together that you have not got to work with? And it took me like a few minutes and I felt like embarrassed because I couldn't answer, right? Couldn't answer. <laughs> I mean, you know, I pretty much have everything. And That's a good thing, answer to have though. Yeah. <laughs> that that you did everything for everybody. Yeah, right? But but it sounds it sounds like you're you're pretentious that you are so so big. Like, oh, big like you know, right, I, there's right, nobody right. you know, and it's you know, well, you know, just still want to work with a few people more, but you know, I mean like like but so I always look for like every new artist, every new person that there is, every hot stuff that comes in, every new athlete, they, they reach out to me. And uh, I want to be in the culture. So it doesn't matter. Like if somebody is just like, you know, and I'm going the culture, not only through athletes and 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 hip hop artists and Latin artists and, and, and movie stars and celebrities alike. I mean, I've done work honoring some of the great, Icons, drug dealers of the '90s in Holland, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Rich Porter. I mean, mm-hmm. things like that. You know that those guys that you know might have been drug dealers, but you know at the time they yeah, might only sold weed, but yeah. they were you know it looked like it was taboo. But you know, yeah. and those guys, you know, I mean, they were part of the culture, mm-hmm. no matter what, I mean, whether you want it. So for me, I'm honoring icons like that as well mm-hmm. because they had their their influence in into making uh, the designs of, of the streets because mm-hmm. they, they had the, their voice was heard in the street the same way uh, Jordan was heard in the street or, 
or, or Dr. Dre or even R. Kelly. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody had their, yeah, right. or, or Cameron, I mean, or the dip set. I mean, those are, those, that's a combination. It's like you're preparing a beautiful dish and you have every little ingredient that you're putting in and you have this one and that one. And then when everything is all mixed up together and cooked up, for 30 years, you taste and it's, it tastes delicious. Right, right, that's right. It. And that's that's your history of our culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing you're doing a fantastic job, man. And uh, you know, we talked a little bit off camera about this uh, potential documentary on your story that needs to be done. And I'm working. I had a few conversations with a few directors on your behalf trying to put it together. But you mentioned something that stood out to me. You wanted to highlight the rise, the fall, and the rise again of it. Right. So that rise again, like. You know what, what? I mean, without sharing too much detail and giving up what happened, but what was that downtime like for you? Like when I say downtime, I mean like the pitfall what you went through the worst it, of times. It's 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 different. I mean, it's just a, a lot of different things. A lot of uh, personal issues, divorce. You know, kids. You mm. know, uh, uh, disappointments. Uh, like I said earlier, I touched jealousy. Envy, people want to get to the point directly without making the effort, mm. uh, stealing from you. And, and when people steal from you, you go through lawyers and you get into the, the system. And, and, and it's just, and then, but you know, while you're going through a system, you still want to keep up the life. You still want to have the Rolls Royce and you still want to have the Bentleys and the fancy cars and, and the lifestyle. And, and then at some point in time, you know, you cannot keep up with it. And so you start like, downgrade and it's you, you lose your identity and you're so stressed out with everything that you have and, and you're not you're not become yourself so a couple of years ago i basically had a clean cut of everything i just put everything aside and say I'm, I'm 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 clean i don't owe money to nobody nobody owes me money i'm clean i'm just going in and and i'm doing whatever i like to do as long as my bills are paid I'm, and I, to this day i don't owe money to nobody nobody owes me money and I'm working much smaller. I could be, this company could be 50 times bigger right now, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm controlling it. And I'm, I'm full control, as you can see. Mm -hmm. I do my own accounting. I own, I've only four or five employees right now. I could have 100 employees if I wanted to, but it's just not where I want to be right now. Because again, the motivation is not necessarily just the money. Mm -hmm. The money is a big part, but it's not it. For me, I, I want to be able to go and and, and, and go home at two o'clock and sleep. Not go home at two o'clock and worry about what, what, what's going to happen and how am I going to pay my bills tomorrow? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? So it's all about balancing your life to your own needs and the way you want to feel. Right, absolutely. What does retirement look like for you? What do you see yourself? Where do you want to uh, island um, somewhere, just chilling? Or probably working more. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be my, my my last breath, man. That's gonna be when 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 I'm when I'm ready to go. That's gonna be my retirement. I'm not. I, I whether I don't work in the fashion business anymore, and that my retirement has to be to create art, to create. I just want to create. That's what will give me the most most happiness and fulfillment. Just to be to be always contributing to my own to my own thing. I mean, not necessarily just to create, just to make money. Just create. I, if God gave me a gift or gave me gifts to, to, to do certain things, I want to make my, my vision and my ideas to life. And like I said, for me, this is where I want to do, whether it's helping people out. My, my, my dedication might become to go out and help out other people. And if that's my dedication in the next few years, 
and God blesses me with, with the, the, the money and, and the, the, the know-how and, 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 and the tools to do it. So that will be it. But for me to lay in a beach, in, 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 in a beach and, and, and have beautiful boats and cars and, 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 and you know, and lifestyle, it's not, it's not really my priority. Mm-hmm. It's not that. I've had it. I've had it my whole life. My whole life I've had, I've had, I live like a billionaire oh. without being one, you know, and, and, you know, I probably live better than any billionaire that I've known. Right. You know, I've, I've, the experience of my life, the people I got to meet in my life, I don't think very few people have, mm. you know, when I've done stuff for Nelson Mandela and all the presidents and the kings and, and every single celebrity you can meet up, you know, I mean, uh, Michael Jackson, I used to rent their house to his brother. Mm. I mean, you know, and when I was 25 years old, I mean, it's not like, so I've been living that lifestyle for the longest time. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I was invited at Drake's party on Sunday. Uh, I saw him on Monday and I saw him last night again. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, last night I was at a restaurant. I was with, I, he was there. I was talking to Babyface. Paris Hilton was there. Joe Jonas was there. Uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone was there. So, I mean, I'm, and I, I know all those people. For me, it's just kind of like, and not that I'm going out and throwing names out, you know, but, but listen. Yeah, but these I, are your peers. It's not my peers. I'm still... I'm still a little kid that was born in, in, in Casablanca, Morocco. Mm. And I still pinch myself. Listen, mm. when, 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 when I meet a celebrity, I mean, it's not my tears. I mean, I, my heart beats. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm like, like a kid in a candy store. I mean, for me, I'm still excited to take that picture. I mean, and, you know, some more than others. Right. You know, like, like, I mean, for instance, when I meet Tyson, I met him 150 times. I've had lunch, dinner, but when I'm with him, I mean, I can feel like I'm, I mean, oh, I mean, a kid, and when I'm with Michael yeah. Jordan, when I'm present, when I was with Muhammad Ali, or when I was hanging with Kobe, or, or even President Clinton, or President Obama, I mean, for me, those are like things that just my heart beats, you know, but those are the things that, that make me happy. No, that, and, and that's so cool to hear that you're, you're that humble, and you, you know, you have a lot of humility, humility and uh, I love to see that because the way you feel about when you're around Michael Jordan and Drake is how I feel right now around you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's yeah, like, you're, it's you're so, tough. no, because you're humble. You know, me, I like to, you know, act comfortable around people, you know, not to alert them, but inside, you know, I'm super excited for yeah. this opportunity. And it's like, you know, I, I, but I can respect and, and I look up to you being as humble as you are in the positioning you are. I mean, it just makes the future look that much brighter to me and give me more of a, yeah. a mindset to have when I achieve the level of success that I want. I, I, I never want to lose. This is an aspect of, of my personality that I don't lose. Like, I never want to feel like I'm entitled to anything. Mm. I want to feel like every little thing that I do, I'm earning every single time. I just mm. don't want to take nothing for granted ever mm-hmm. because it can be gone in a second. And I've experienced it in my life multiple times and I've earned it in a second as well right. so it's the blessings that you, you get and, and like I said you know you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow morning so I, for me I'm, I try to maximize all the time that I have on this earth and like I say if I can leave three four days per day if I can put a uh, hundred hours in a 24 day and squeeze it in I'm going to do it so when people say how long would you like to live yeah. I live. I'm. I live for a thousand years. Yeah. Because I'll. I'll make sure my mark is a it's thousand nice. years of of work. Right. That's awesome, man. Well, man, listen. It was an honor to speak with you today. Thank and, you. Uh, just 
coming through my podcast. I mean, this is all you're contributing to my dream right now. This is episode 116. It took 116 episodes to get to this man right here, but that's time, effort, and dedication to what I want to do. So you take that same grind, that same energy, and apply it to what you want to do. And I have no doubt you'll be as successful as you want to be, or even bigger than that. Yeah, those who reach Dutch stars, don't forget. Mm, bars. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas, the great Jeff Hamilton. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching. And he said you could DM him. So go ahead and flood that DM now. I'm just playing. <laughs> no problem. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching. Make sure you go ahead and buy some merch. Make sure you get yourself one of these jackets. And go ahead and like and subscribe right at the bottom right here. Boom. My brother. Yeah. I want to be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I want to be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billy every week. I want to be a billionaire. Billionaire. I want to be a billionaire. Billionaire.